Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast, where your purpose is just moments away and I'm here to help you get there. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking to Miss Maria Villafane. If you can introduce yourself, tell us about yourself, and we'll get right into it. Hello, everyone. My name is Maria Villafane. I am the owner of Conquering Yesterday. Yeah, so tell us what is Conquering Yesterday? How did we come up with Conquering Yesterday? What does it mean? So Conquering Yesterday is a walking testimony. It's my testimony um, to help others' testimonies. Yes, awesome. Um, I was in a abusive relationship with dealing with depression, anxiety, and postpartum depression. Um, and like I said in one of my TikToks, um, <laughs> follow her on TikTok. We'll plug it after this. We'll plug it after this. At the age of 22, I was a t- statistic dropout of college. Mm-hmm. Um, had a baby out of wedlock, all that stuff. And um, so I have a history. Yeah. But Conquering Yesterday wasn't actually born until um, one night when I was ready to just end it all. Yeah. And I was so deep in a black hole that tunnel vision was just like, yep, time to go. Yeah. And um, I wanted to do it slowly. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to grab a knife and slit the wrist slowly, let go of everything that hurt everything that created the guilt everything that created the fear and everything that stole who I was Mm. and then um when I grabbed the knife I heard a soft voice some will say it's a it's your inner conscience but Mm -hmm. I honestly think it was God speaking to me yeah and the voice didn't say nothing but stop Mm -hmm. know your purpose yeah and that's all it said yeah and in that instant I just Mind you, I was like two feet deep in tears and hyperventilating, you know. And in that moment, I just stopped. And and I realized that everything I went through, um, I came out of it alive and healthy. Yes. And the reason why I wanted to end it all, like the root of the reason, was because of guilt Mm. and because of fear of continuing. Yeah. Like, okay, I went through all of this. Mm-hmm. Next time, what am I going to go through? Yeah. Can I handle next time? Yeah. And so then I, I put the knife down and I thought of the people who I currently were, was surrounded with, yeah. who were going through what I had previously went through. Yeah. And I'm sitting here giving them advice and I'm sitting mm-hmm. here like, you need to leave him, sis. You need to create um, like a like to-do list yeah, of okay. an exit plan. And I'm sitting there like, this is my purpose. Right. To help those who went through what I went through yeah. and get out of it. Yeah. And I like to think that it's like a modern day Esther, you know, the voice of the of the voiceless. And what's funny is my middle name is Esther. Esther. So it was like, oh, oh <laughs> you were like putting the pieces together. Yes. I was like, oh, putting the God, pieces together. God, this is this is what it is. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not saying that I don't still struggle that Sometimes I'm not sitting here saying, oh, my God, I want to end it all. But um, instead, I'm looking on my thoughts on how much I have accomplished. Yeah, since then. Yeah. Yeah. And um, how it won't all go to waste. No. And I would say, too, so 
this podcast is all about purpose, right? That's our thing. That's what we go for. So like you said, in that moment, when you heard that soft voice and it kind of, it was like, no, like you still have more work to do. You still have things to do. If you don't mind sharing what was, I guess, like the breaking point leading up to the fact where you were like, I'm about to end it all. Like what was that thing in your mind that just was like, this is it. So um, after I had left my son's dad, um, I went through financial hardship and um, a lot of emotional damage. And mm. so much was triggering. Yeah. Um, seeing someone cry was triggering, you know. And then I started a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, okay, this might be the one. Yeah. Yeah. And then our first breakup, I was like, am I not good enough? Here we go again. Okay. Here okay. we go again. Okay. And I'm not saying that that was the first time because it wasn't. Yeah. You know, growing in high school, you know, dealing with peer pressure you do, and whatever. You go through that, right. But that one moment where a little breakup and then so much, yeah, yeah. so many negative thoughts just flood through. And then the same day my son, um, like, was hurt and crying. And I was like, dang, I'm not a good mom. Yeah. I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good person. I'm obviously not doing a good job being yeah. a, a spouse. So why am I here? Yeah. And that, and then my mom had, um, like, reminded me the day before, like, oh, remember what we've been through? And I was like, well, dang, I'm not a good daughter either. Yeah. So I was just like, it's just better if I'm not here. You're not here. Yeah. And honestly, truthfully, I think every time when you do hear a story of a suicide survivor or someone who's attempted it, that's literally always a line that they say. They never felt like they were good enough. They never felt like, oh, my God, like, I'm just, I'm messing up. Like, nobody wants to deal with me. But I look at that and say it's that, but God wants to deal with you, you know? Mm -hmm. God wants to take you through all of that just to say, like, you doubted yourself, but I didn't doubt you, you know? And I know I felt that way, so I talked about becoming a mom. I'm like, God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you mean? But he gives us those gifts and those those trials and those tribulations to say that but look at what you can do look at what i brought you through and so my next question is though so when you said no all right god i'm surrendering i'm i'm giving it all to you what was the the comeback like what was the recovery like after that so it was definitely an emotional journey yeah but um a bible verse that i kept in mind was romans 8 28 that says um, all things are working for the good yes so I was here um, questioning him you know why am I here why am that why did you put me through this yeah and I had to understand why yeah you know I had to understand there were red flags that looked so good so great so there were red flags there were open doors that I could have just exited Mm -hmm. you know and I had to understand why I didn't leave, why my flesh didn't allow me to leave, why my spirit wasn't molded or healed or, you know, transformed to be strong enough to be, mm. you know. And so that was a healing journey. I had to figure out who I was all yeah. over again, fall in love with, with my laugh, yeah. you know. I went from, and some people laugh at me when I say this, but I was like, oh, my favorite color was lavender and then all of a sudden oh I like yellow now you know (laughs) because you were learning yourself yeah and so now I had to I had to just re 
regrow up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I feel like that's the thing is, too, I kind of went through something similar with my child's father. Like, you know, you were in love. Like you said, you saw the red flags. Like, oh, my God, God. Like, no. Like, no. Mm-hmm. That's not it. That's not. No, that's not it. Like you said, you had your many exits. And then it's just like, but then that one detrimental thing that had to happen for you to walk up out of it, it was just like, well, dang, God, maybe I should listen to you the first six, seven, eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, as believers, we're hard-headed, right? We're hard-headed to the fact to where we think that we know everything, but we don't. And it's a testament to show because you're standing here, though. Mm-hmm. But because you surrendered and said, okay, God, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to follow my purpose. I'm going to do what you have me to do. I bet it was like a weight lifted off of your shoulder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when my son turned one, the lease was over, and we were already on the verge of another hard um, argument. Yeah. And I was like, nope, it's time to go. Yeah. So I created an exit plan. And as soon as I the exit plan, you know, finished and was successful, the atmosphere felt like yeah. a fresh air. Yeah. Fresh air. And then dealing with postpartum depression, understanding that motherhood is not easy. No. Single motherhood is not easy. No. There's not a rule book no. for it. And I wish there was. I listen, but. I wish there was somebody wrote a book about single motherhood. Yeah. Because but that's the thing though, we don't like to talk about the hard part of being a single mother. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no, yeah, our kids are a blessing. I totally get that. Lord, I'm very thankful. But no one likes to talk about the emotional, like, stress that we go yeah. through day in mm-hmm. and day out, right? Yeah. It's like you're trying to save face for your baby because you want to smile. Mommy's doing good. But what if, you know, what happens after you drop them off at school? Or when you take them to the babysitter and then it's just you? And all those thoughts just start, like, pounding on you. Because yeah. it's like, well, one, am I doing a good job? Could I be doing more? And then you're trying to make sure that you're fulfilling your needs as well on top of being a single mother. Yeah. Because I would say that's something that I'm I'm struggling with. I think it's more of, you know, I want to chase my dreams. I want to go out there. But it's just at the same time, I got somebody else to look after, mm-hmm. right? And so you're thinking, like, dog, my life is on pause. I don't feel my life is on pause. It's just going to take me a little longer to get there. But <laughs> it's going to get there. But I would say, too, though, but in that moment, you know, when you decided, like, I wanted to end it all, like, was your kid, like, on your mind? Heavy? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, when you're um, in that moment, you're so blind, so you don't think, oh, they're going to miss me. I mean, some people do. Yeah. Oh, oh they're going to miss me. Oh, my God, I'm leaving behind. You think they're not going to suffer anymore. They're not going to worry, you know, about what am I wondering, what am I going to feed them, da-da-da. Someone is eventually going to pick up where I I lacked. Yeah. And um, that was, it's a scary thought. Like, oh, you don't worry about them missing you. You just worry about them being better off without you. Without you, Mm -hmm. yeah. But if you look at your life now, though, what would you, what would you think? What would you say? I would say... Is he would not have been better off with us. Yeah. He would not have been. Um, he probably would have been a statistic. Yeah. He would have been in harm's way. He, you know, he the, all the would have running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I think of it too. So you said you learned yourself, you started to grow, relearn yourself. So after you grew and relearned yourself, what was the next step after that? Following my goals, yeah. my dreams, and knowing that, let me tell you this, the children yeah. may feel like an, a hold and a pause in yeah. your life, 
but they're not. Yeah. Bring them along to your travels. Yeah. Bring them along, along to the journeys. And although people be like, you want to come out to eat with us? And I'm like, oh, if my son can't yeah, come. Yeah, my son can't come. I can't And I ain't go. going either. <laughs> and yes, you need time for yourself. Right. But you also, how I see it is you expose them at an early age. Mm-hmm. So um, in case, you know, eventually he does want to have a little sip of beer yeah. here. He'll know, oh, when I was with mommy, this is what people look like. When they were drinking. When they were doing it. <laughs> yeah. So either I'm going to take my time. Right, or, right, you know, right. Because they're at the age, at a young age, they're at the age where they, they're a sponge. Yes, and they, they see everything. everything. So trust and believe. He is six now, and he remembers things when he was four. Yeah, And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, you remember that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, um... Sometimes it, it's great to have them along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm learning, too. I'm learning, like, it's a part of the process. It's a part of the journey. Because when you do get to that point where you feel like you've made it, mm-hmm. they've been along on the ride with you. So they know, like, what mommy mm-hmm. has gone through. They know what she's been through. And it's just like, wow. You know, and just for them to say, like, I'm proud of you. I think that would make me cry. Like, my child, like, mommy, I'm proud of you. What? Yeah. Huh? But the thing is, you think about it because you're doing it for them. It's not like, okay, yeah, I'm doing it for me too, but it's an example that I want to show them. Mm-hmm. Like, as they grow up, like, you got to work hard for what you want. Like, it's not going to be easy, but it's it's going to take its time to get there. So, my question is, how comfortable were, like, were you? So, after you went through that, and you, did you start sharing your testimony immediately? Did it take you time to get there? Or was it like, I'm okay, like, you know, if somebody asked me, I'm going to tell yeah. them, but it's not. So, I am big on writing okay. and, like, diaries and stuff. Yeah. So, before Conquering Yesterday, it was um, Lips of a Poet. Okay. And so, everything was anonymous. Okay. But, you know, it wasn't getting attraction or attention. Um, and then if someone, if I seen someone go through something that I know I can help out with, I'd pull them to the side and, you know. Yeah. So, it was still all in the quiet. Okay. And it was all in the secrets. And it wasn't until um, I was getting ready to train to be a bartender one day. Oh, okay. someone looked at me and said, um, you look like you were destroyed. Mm. And I said, what? Yeah. Excuse me? And they're like, what did you say? Yeah. And they're like, (laughs) you look like you were destroyed, but you came back. Mm. And they're like, I want to know why. Yeah. And so then I just like spilled. Yeah. I like told them and they're like, oh, you know what? My friend needs to hear this. So they recorded me on their little phone and sent the voicemail. And then since then, my best friend was also going through something, and she was like, no, you need to share this. Yeah. So then Lips of a Poet became yeah. unprivate, un- and it became <laughs> Conquering Yesterday. Yes, awesome. But I would say, too, though, like, there's always, like, obedience in sharing your testimony, right? Because somebody, your testimony is somebody else's blessing. Mm-hmm. I believe that 100%. Because I know, like, even me going through my story and sharing everything that I share about, you know, heartbreak, dealing with my, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It was the fact that, I was comfortable enough to say it, mm-hmm. you know, because at a point when you think about what you've been through, you get so embarrassed, and you're like, well, no one's going to listen to mm-hmm. me. No one's going to, like, really Or they're going to judge. Yeah, like, they're going to judge me, but it's more of, like, you know, it's not for you to judge me, it's for you to listen. Mm-hmm. And if I'm pulled to tell you, mm-hmm. like, okay, God, you putting them in my life or in this space for some reason, somehow... I don't know. Mm-hmm. But even when I met you at the pop-up shop and you said that, I was like, okay, yeah. She has a story to tell 100%. Mm-hmm. 100% she has a story. And I did not stop until I got you <laughs> on the podcast. Yes, yes. Like, but I would say, though, if you could tell anybody anything about 
wanting to commit suicide, wanting to end it all, and thinking that they cannot bounce back, mm-hmm. what would you tell them? I think I would say to think it thoroughly. Because the moments building up to that, to the slicing of the wrist or whatever, mm-hmm. is the longest five minutes ever. Mm. So you don't have to tell everyone your story to detail. Right. You know, a good general story could make the change in someone else's life. Yeah. But when you think about your own life and you don't think you can come back from it, think it thoroughly. Think why. Mm. Why do you don't think you're going to come back? Yeah. Who's holding you back from moving forward? Yeah. What's holding you back from being happy or enjoying your life to not end it? Yeah. And... Um, I recently learned this that like emotions come and go. They do. <laughs> they're temporary. Yeah, they're temporary. emotions come and go, and yeah. they're it's like a a switch. You're happy. You're sad now, and then you look at something that makes you happy mm-hmm. and a little joke, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that sadness goes to the back of your mind, yeah. and you're no longer as sad as you were behind before. Right. So if you're in that moment and you're thinking, why can't I move forward, or why you know, and then think. What took me so long to now I want to end it? You yeah. know, what made you I happy? Ended it. I should have ended it. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. Um, what made you stop now? Yeah. And then see how you can fix it, how you can um, move forward and just be different, be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say too is that, you know, I've never been down that road before, but I just know that, you know, there are resources, you know. There are people that you can talk to. There are hotlines that you can call to if you ever feel like you're in that place. But I always say, too, if you ever feel like you're in a moment where you feel like you just can't get through it, you need to drop down on your knees and start start praying. Mm -hmm. Start praying your way up out of that. And I think you will realize that in a lot of stories, you know, like yours, they say it's always a voice. Like Mm -hmm. something just says, like, no. Like you're not, and that's the whole point. Like you're not done yet, you mm-hmm. know, because there is always a purpose for each and every one of us, right? Mm-hmm. Our story is not going to be pretty. It's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Everyone is not going to have the same walk, but I feel like it's what you, it's what you do with it. So a question I love to ask my guests too sometimes is, what is your why? What What is your why? Um, I love challenges. Mm. I love, okay. love challenges. I love we just did, and I'm pretty upset about it. We just did a keto challenge at work. Okay. This is the second one we did. The first one I won by, like, 10 pounds. Yeah. This time I lost, and I came second to losing. Right. <laughs> so my why would be to see how far I can go in life. Yeah. How far I can push my son to be better than me. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. better than his dad. Yeah. You know, um, how far I can go. Push mm-hmm. the limit of comfortableness because in that moment I was too comfortable in my pain too comfortable in my guilt too comfortable Mm -hmm. in my fear too comfortable with people I was calling toxic you know and I didn't realize those I was calling toxic um we were aligned for them to teach me something and me teach them something so I was too comfortable yeah and um I wanted to just 
see how uncomfortable I can get. Yeah. And with being uncomfortable, I got a new job. Yeah. I got a new place. Yes. I um, got a promotion. I got a new car. Yeah. You know. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. I can. I can grow. I stepped out. Yeah. Because I, I stepped can grow. out of yeah. I can talk. And then I started apparel. Yes. For my blog. Yes. And then I was like. Starting at the flea market, yeah. and then I was like, "Wait a minute, there's pop-ups. Yeah, there's pop-ups events. are there everywhere. Yes, yeah. So I was doing events, and then I was like, "Wait, there's small businesses who start off at pop-ups and then have their own boutique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go there. Yeah, because it's not something I would have seen myself doing. Yeah, you know, I, would, I didn't think I was gonna own a business. Yeah, let alone even out. have a story. Yeah, and I pushed myself to get out my comfort zone and win." Yeah, and I feel like that's the thing, too. I feel like, you know, with hard work and sacrifices comes something big on the other side. But like you said, if you never would have stepped out of your comfort zone and actually pushed yourself, you wouldn't be sitting here. If you would have let that thought of not feeling worthy and not feeling like you're going to be successful stop you, you wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. But like I said, that's testament to shows. And that's the point of this podcast, but you're not done, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm glad that, you know, just mommy to mommy, woman to woman, that you didn't let that stop you. Mm -hmm. Because you would be surprised. And it's just how something can just break you. And it's like, like that's it. And I tend to only talk about things I've been through. Yeah. And so... um, you know, I speak about postpartum, about yeah. autistic awareness, because I, I have a godbrother who was it. Um, and then recently I had a miscarriage. Mm. So now I feel like I can speak about that. Right, now. I can right. reach out more and yeah. get my research straight and help other people out and just keep going, yeah. keep growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's my, that's my statement for you. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. And conquering your yesterday. Yeah, I love it because I love because I feel like you get into the TikToks and the reels. That's mm-hmm. that I tried content. in my back. <laughs> yeah, that's that content. I love it. But thank you so much for being open and having this conversation with me. But let them know where they can find you. What's coming up? Like what we got going on? So you can find me on conqueringyesterday.com at conquering.yesterday at Instagram and Facebook. Um, and I think TikTok's the same. Um, next is more blogs and more attire. And soon you'll get a Conquering Yesterday boutique in your, in your city. In your city! Yes! <laughs> well, Maria, thank you so much for coming to sit down with me and talk about your story. I'm very ecstatic and so excited for everybody to hear it because... A lot of people don't know what someone is going through until they share their story. Mm-hmm. And I pray that this story will be able to help someone that's going through literally the exact same thing or something similar. But the fact that they know that you didn't give up, you kept going. Like you said, you conquered your yesterday. And it's right? easier said than done. It's right? so easy to say, don't give up, keep right? going. But when you're going through it, it's it's hard. It's, hard. it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. And that's why I feel like that's the reason why I like doing this because y'all stories do attest to something or someone, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, I always, like, if I gave up, I wouldn't be able to be up here to help you tell your story mm-hmm. either, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to help you do that. So we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. And we're just going to see, like you said, where life takes us because it's only up from here right now because we didn't choose to give up. Yeah. But, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast where your purpose is just moments away. And I'm here to help you get there. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at You're Not Done Yet Pod and check us out on YouTube 
because we doing visuals now, okay? But thank you so much, Miss Maria, for coming through and talking to me today. But until next time, guys, I'll see you later. Oh, I got out.